It's a Friday podcast, everybody. Welcome back to the seven day boogie. It is I, your boy, the boogeyman himself, Jordan Tolford, coming to you from the the boogie pod of podcastery. Uh, Please excuse me for doing this podcast a day late. There were some events in my neighborhood last night that uh, did not allow me to record. There was uh, actually a structure fire near my house. Everyone's okay. But there were uh, fire sirens going off left and right. So I couldn't I couldn't uh, really record last night, even though, you know, the blanket on the wall blocks out most noise, sirens, high chance to penetrate this sound bubble I've created for myself. But here we are. It's a Friday podcast. Booyah up front. I want to thank the Knicks. Thank my brother Nick Tolford for the theme song you hear every week. And thank my good friend Nick Cox for the logo you see Every time you click with the need to boogie on this podcast to listen to it, uh, you can follow Nick Cox on Instagram at NMC underscore DSGN. NMC underscore DSGN. Hit him up for all your sick needs. Uh, and follow me on Instagram if you don't already at 7 Day Boogie. Just go ahead and do yourself a favor. We have fun on the Instagram, that's mine. But uh, yeah, give me a follow. Shouts out. But it is a high energy pod. It's a Friday podcast, baby. I've been listening to Ween all fucking day. Ocean man, to take me by the hand, take me to your dad. Uh, but it's a, it's a, it's hitting different. The vibe is good. Um, I took a shower and got dressed right before this podcast, so I felt like I was doing something. You know, there's not a lot going on right now. Isolation. But you sometimes you take a shower and you put on fresh underwear and, and jeans. Whoa. And then a shirt and then a sweatshirt over that shirt and a fresh pair of socks. And you comb your hair and you sit down where you sat all day for work. And it feels different. I'm, I'm not in my own world. I'm not in my apartment right now. I've stepped out of the realm of reality and I'm diving headfirst into the waters and onto the sandy shores of of the land of Boogie. It is Friday. We're here. There's a whole world of wonder in my apartment to explore. So that's where I'm at right now. It's a Friday podcast. Uh, It feels pretty cool. It's not going to be forever. Maybe I'll do one every once in a while, but it's Friday night. I comb my hair just to talk into a microphone, and this feels right. This feels pretty good. I'm going to be honest. But uh, what have I been doing with my time since last week? Because uh, the spooky times, obviously, I've been watching the spooky schedule with a couple audibles. A couple, uh, I changed a couple of the movies on myself, which we'll talk about later. Not an exhaustive list and not... A set of rules by any chance. There's, I am authority over nothing, not even myself. And I have been also playing some spooky video games. Goodness gracious me. I was afraid of these games my entire life. My older brothers played them for like the original PlayStation. 
And I never, I like used to read the book of like when games used to come with like a little booklet on the inside, I would read the book, but it's Resident Evil. I'm playing Resident Evil 2 right now. There's a remake for the PS4 and um, goodness me, is it scary. I have really been playing a lot of it with my like free time, which is all of it. Um, And yeah, it's spooky. It's a spooky game. I get scared a lot, but the premise of the game is that you play as uh, Leon. Well, you play as a couple people, but the main character is Leon, who is like a hot, young, he's got like cool, like kind of Tony Hawk hair, like a little bit of a Tony Hawk haircut going on, but he is a police officer, boo, heading to Raccoon City, where he has recently been hired onto the force uh, to like start his job, right? So he's moving to Raccoon City. Packed his bags from, you know, Squirrel City, and he's moving to Raccoon City. So he gets there, but things are not as he expects because the city has had a bit of a zombie outbreak. Dun, dun, dun. He goes to a gas station and he can't use it because it's full of zombies. It's just an unbelievable amount of danger going on in this game. Uh, basically the backstory is that there's like this corporation called the Umbrella Corporation. They made this cool, not so cool, like serum that turns basically any living thing that it comes in contact it with into a gigantic pile of evil. Um, it takes resident in, it takes residence in the thing, the evil takes residence in the places, the people it goes into resident evil too is what I've been playing. Um, but it's a it's a pretty spooky like survival horror game action game, and I play um, I've been playing it with headphones on because I'm a gamer, and uh, it's it, the game is actively ruining my posture because with headphones on like the I I guess I never really play like it wasn't really possible for me to play video games with headphones on growing up, but now that I can just plug headphones into the controller I'm using, all of the game sound comes through my headphones and you, I feel like I can like hear stuff behind me, which is really scary. I feel like I can tell when things are like far away, it's going left to right instead of just coming straight at me like uh, like TV speakers would, but it's, there's like depth of sound. And I know I said the same thing when about watching dark, but uh, yeah, I recommend if you're playing a spooky video game, throw some headphones on. And uh, ruin your own posture because I will sit down to play video games with like leisure time, which is not leisure time. It's me shaking for most of it. But I sit down and I get ready to, you know, I like kick my feet up, got my little gamer chair and put my headphones on and I press play on Resident Evil 2 and about two minutes in. Um, I am no longer, I, my feet are no longer up. My feet are on the ground. I'm sitting straight up kind of with my feet bouncing all around. Um, my back is scrunched up from tension and my shoulders are above my ears somehow. And I'm, um, like whispering as I play into the controller, like I'm trying to keep a horse calm because I'm so stressed and I'm just like, okay, I'm going to go through this. 
door. And I'm just like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to go in here. There's not going to be any dead people that want to eat my face in here. And everything's going to be cool. And then I like feed myself a tiny mint or something. And I stomp my toes three times for yes. But I I think I've, I'm almost done with the game. I think I've almost finished it. I've progressed. I've escaped some sticky situations. Uh, but now I'm in some sewers, which is gross. So I'm playing, I'm walking through sewers and stuff. And I think that they're, I'm hoping there's not like a poopy monster. I'm hoping that there isn't going to be a poopy monster. If there is a poopy monster, I'm going to have to shoot it and dispatch of it and, you know, save the day. But I'm hoping there's not going to be a poopy monster. There've been some cool uh, like sewer monsters, but I don't know. I've, the, the movie Mons Turd comes to mind. It's not on the list. Again, not exhaustive, but the movie Mons Turd comes to mind because of the like radioactive and the serum and the this the goop got into the wrong place and now there's zombies. That's kind of what happened with the monster thing. If you haven't seen Monster, look it up. No spoilers. Um, he becomes Batman, but I. I'm almost done with Resident Evil 2, I think. I have I guess like you get a better grade at the end of the game if you save only a few times throughout the game and I've I've pressed save about 35 times on the game because every time I complete one thing, I have to put it in the books. It's got to be marked and notated. I keep very specific logs and I overwrite the save every time. So it's not like I can even go back to somewhere else. If I like want to explore something else or do a part of the game differently, I'm just boom, the fastest way. I, Cause I feel like I can even get got when I'm, when I pause the game and the game's not even going on. I feel like I can still, they're still vulnerable. I would consider, I would consider Twitch streaming myself playing that game. If I didn't think, a, if I knew how to, and two, if I didn't think it would be a truly like isolating moment for me as if anyone saw like the level of stress or my like true fear reactions while playing these games, uh, they would not want to talk to me anymore. So um, not that fear is a bad thing, but just, you know, how much how much time can you spend just watching a young man scream? Uh, but I, I think that it's been a fun game and I'm going to try to play other Resident Evil games. My very talented, intelligent roommate, Sam just beat Resident Evil four. So there's like a whole series. There's a whole like lore of involved. The Umbrella Corporation is not good is the gist of it. But yeah, some horror games. I'm probably, if I want, if I beat this one soon, I will probably kick it into high gear and play, Maybe I'll play three or something like that. I'll play like more of the of the Resident Evil series. Maybe I'll play a different game. But so far, it's been fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. You know what else I'm enjoying? Uh, you know what else I'm enjoying? It's October. It's the spooky season, right? Almost the, the whole reason for this podcast existing is movies that come out based around you know, a date in this month, Halloween, come on. So I've been watching the spooky schedule. Like I said, couple switcheroos in the moment, a couple game time decisions that got made to, you know, we'll cover them as they come along, but we're going to pick a winner of the week 
the winner of the week. We're going to go through all the movies, and then I'm going to tell you which one I liked the most. So we started it off, kicked it off with Night of the Living Dead, an absolute classic movie. Uh, my beautiful, intelligent girlfriend Erin had never seen it. She enjoyed it very much. There's like some actually pretty like it, it was more violent than I thought that it was. And not that that makes it a better movie. It was I was just surprised. I I thought I remembered it being a little bit more campy when I was growing up. But it's like it's got some like dark moments in it uh, for sure. Obviously, it's a very, you know, it's like one of the the predecessors of like very, very good good horror movies, but yeah, Night of the Living Dead, check plus plus. Then we watched uh, the original The Blob with Steve McQueen. Then we watched The Birds. And then here is where the first of the audibles happened. Now, I've seen Psycho a million times, but that's okay because I didn't watch it, which is fine, but it's still in the running. For of because if I didn't if I like the other movies more or less, it could win. It it doesn't, but I'm just gonna tell you. Okay, then I watched The Evil Dead Two, which was, I think honestly the first time I had seen it all the way through. Um, I'd seen like bits and pieces of it, and obviously it's like a pretty close tie-in to the first movie, if not almost the exact same movie with a couple like different couple differences but it's like a little bit more high budget i really really loved it and obviously it leaks into army of darkness which is later this month in the lead or in the in the schedule so we'll check it out we're doing our things uh the next movie after that was children of the corn another movie that i think i had only seen uh a few times like not all the way through but like when it was on tv because it was like always on some, like either Turner Classic Movies or the fucking Sci-Fi Channel or something. But Children of the Corn, very, very good. Cult, like child cult. It was, again, more violent than I had remembered it being, again, like probably because I just saw it on TV and had never really watched like the full, you know, the full experience. Um, and then instead of... The Pet Cemetery OG, which was difficult for me to find, to be honest. Um, and I had also didn't really want to watch it that night because something else had caught my eye. There's been a movie again that it has, I've been scrolling past on Netflix left and right um, that's been on there for a long time. So I wanted to watch it. I wanted to give it a chance. It was a little bit out of the realm for horror movies that I would typically watch, but just the same, I think that it is very, very good. Uh, and that is Gantz Zero. This is a Japanese animated movie that is like an action horror movie that's got a really cool premise. Um, basically, like when you die in life, you go to this room and you basically play this game where you have to kill all all of the monsters on like in a city in Japan like before the time runs out and if you don't you have to play again and if you die you like die forever but if you win you get another chance at life very cool they're like the monster designs in it were really awesome the like fight scenes in it were super cool the characters are awesome 
the, uh, the, I really can't stress enough how cool the monster design. There's like a million different monsters in the movie, and they are all pretty cool. So check out Gantz Zero. The next movie that I watched was also an Audible because I have already covered the thing original on this podcast. So I wanted to switch it up a little bit. So I watched with my very intelligent roommate, Sam, The Ruins, which was like an early 2000s uh, horror movie about these um, folks that go on a trip and then they go to these ruins that are like off the beaten path and no one knows about them. And then whoops, it's a secret. Uh, no, it's not a secret because there's like crazy things going on and there's something up with the ruins and they're bad and crazy things happen. Essentially, it's like the plants on the, there's like these vines on the ruins that uh, kill you. So that's bad. But the movie, the premise is pretty cool. The performances weren't. Um, I heard that the the book is pretty, I guess they made a book out of it. And I guess the book is pretty good. Actually, the movie's based on the book. But, yeah, I heard the book is pretty good. I might read it in 40 years. Um, who knows? But the the performances, it could have been done better. Going to be honest. The movie, I liked the premise. I like, you know, everything that was going on. I kind of saw through some of the, like, halter tops that were worn. Um, and, like, some of the gene fits going on to, like, look at, like, the storyline. And I, I did enjoy it. But without further ado, the week one boogie pick is Children of the Corn. Wow. Let me tell you, people. The Children of the Corn took me by surprise in a lot of ways. It starts immediately. I understand that that sounds like rhetorical, but the movie kicks off, boom, smack dab right away with the children of the corn uh, killing all of the adult, like going kids next door and killing all the adults in the whole town. There's like this cult that they follow and um, it's got this weird leader. It's very, very good. It's a very strange movie. Uh, a couple like rolls into town because they're lost and they're like, also I'm into it because the like folklore in the movie again I'm always down when the cult or whatever has like the, the, the religion that they follow is real. And the corn demon, the one that walks behind the rose, is real. So check out the children of the corn. There's this dude Malachi in it that's got a big knife and he is uh, super evil and like a super distinct and specific type of like movie villain ugly. He just looks like a hyena. Oh, he's so scary. Um, but yeah, that's my, that is my pick for the winner. The children of the corn is the week one winner. Maybe I'll do like a, not a bracket, but maybe I'll do all the weeks, the best of the weeks. This next week is straight fire. So it's going to be hard to beat next week's lineup. But this week's winner was the children of the corn. So check them out. Check out the schedule. It's on my Instagram. Uh, you can follow the schedule. You can not follow the schedule like I already have. You know, you can break whatever rules you want in the land of bug. You just do your thing. That's all I want is for you to get the glisten 
and do your thing. I'm getting the Glisten playing Resident Evil 2. I'll tell you what. That's no that's no bullshit. I'm going to get the Glisten sweating it out to this week's movies as well. Starting tonight, Friday, when I record this, you will hear this on Saturday. But starting tonight, the night that I'm recording this, I will be watching The Exorcist. Whoa! Tomorrow night, I'm watching 28 Days Later. Then we got From Dusk Till Dawn, The Faculty, Army of Darkness, and a sleeper pick for me, Paranormal Activity, which I will, I'm sure, go into length about my experience with Paranormal Activity, but it is a movie that I saw in theaters, got like signed into by my wonderful mother with a bunch of goofball friends, and we shouldn't have been there, I'm going to be honest, but we were, and we were... We were all horrified. I will tell you that. So this week is going to be intense. A lot of a lot of strong movies. They're all classics in their own right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do some better coverage every night when I'm watching the movies in the moment. Thoughts. You know, there's nothing else to do except for feed you guys more and more morsels from my brain. Uh, it feels weird not having a an, a dark episode to talk about. But this, I'm so jam-packed with this, uh, the spooky schedule that I really, really think that we're not missing out. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything, watching a horror movie every day, as I pretty much already do. But yeah, follow the spooky schedule. Follow me on Instagram, at 7 Boogie. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for glistening. Follow me. Follow yourself. Follow your dreams. I'm gonna bounce. Mm-hmm.